Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. I'm Tommy Dreamer, and today, myself and Bully Ray, the first show without Dave LaGreca. Rest in peace, and everything breaks down in the world of professional wrestling. He's not dead. Well, he's dead to us. It's like the mafia. We won't talk about him. But we will talk about Marty Skrull, the villain, being the booker. We'll talk about the women's Royal Rumble. We'll talk about predictions of the men's Royal Rumble. Uh, Also, Tommy, breaking news today. (gasps) AEW on TNT, AEW Dynamite secured through 2023. Find out that and so much more with myself and Bully Ray on the Busted Open Podcast. Dave LaGreca is not here. Uh, we don't know where he is because he's been future endeavored. So please jump on the Twitter machine and send him your well wishes. Honestly, Tommy, I don't think he made it through the night. I think last night he got home and Violetta whacked him. Uh-huh. And that's that. Uh-huh. There ain't nothing we could do about it. Yep. It's okay. He's probably, uh, he's probably uh, floating in the water in Canarsie. <laughs> oh, Canarsie. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. Um. Did you hear? Did you hear about her phone call yesterday? Uh, no, I did not. Well, she called in to beg for Dave's job back. Uh, okay. Beg. And you know what she offered up? Pierogies. She offered up the pierogi. Oh wait, the pierogi? <laughs> Is there a, one you know, dozen? Talking of about them. <laughs> <laughs> one dozen pierogi. Oof, that's a that's a. I bring it back just for that. I mean, I got some of my own Polish pierogi at home right now. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a hell of a trade. Would you ever trade your pierogi for something? I've, I don't really care about my pierogies. Um. <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> horrible. Oh, my God, Tommy, you're the worst. Um, <laughs> so last night on WWE Backstage, uh, we heard from the Usos. Uh, obviously, uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Usos returned to Friday Night SmackDown, helping out their cousin, Roman Reigns. We haven't seen them in a while. They've kind of been uh, on the shelf, um, out of the out of the public eye. And we got some audio from them last night on backstage. So let's hear from the Usos right now. We both think being man, y'all know how it is. Being on the road is hectic, but you oh, know, yeah, and definitely. you almost get tunnel vision on the road. You know, you, it becomes your baby. It becomes what I need to do. Well, how can I fix that crap? How can I get over with this? How can I talk this way? How can I look this way? And you put so much energy into this, right? And I think that's what we were doing. 
Yeah. We, we we didn't slow down. Like you know, we got to slow down and almost got to get a, almost got to get away from it. Detox. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. man. Take a moment to breathe. You exactly. Know? And detox. Then also, man. also understand what you got and how quick you you can lose it. Hello. It, I mean, it takes so long to build. Uh, and then you can, in a moment's notice, boom, it could be gone like that. So definitely, um, you got to definitely understand. Yeah, but and 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 like you said, it could be gone in in a quick moment. And when you in those moments, man, yeah. when you at your lowest. The only way you can come up, all you see all the opportunities in front of oh, you. Yeah. So when you're at your lowest, man, and, and that's what we was headed to. Oh, yeah. And we had to dip, dip off from this, we man. We had to get, get back grounded, man, get back with the family, get back where we, where we, where our roots, man. You know, we're very family-oriented, man. Samoans are just, we celebrate with food, food. we parted with, with our folks. If you come in and you don't want to eat, we're going to make you eat. <laughs> it's a sign of disrespect. So... We got the Usos kind of telling us where they've been, what they've been doing. We know that the Usos kind of got themselves into some hot water, uh, I guess, with some DUI issues or some after-show partying. I'm not sure of all the specific details because I don't get myself wrapped up in that too much. It was good to see them back. It was good to hear from them. But, Tommy, this, this, there's something that stuck out. It's, it's when I think Booker said, take a moment to come up to breathe. Like, me and you have been living on the road for our entire lives. I mean, I know that I went six straight years at 300 days a year and never came up to breathe and never really, you know, never had any of those type of incidents happen to me. I'm not saying that I'm different or better or anything like that. Like, what are your thoughts on that about, you know, kind of using that, taking a moment to come up to breathe as as an excuse or is it do you do you find it a legit reason what's your thoughts no i don't think it, it was used as an excuse and the most honest show in professional wrestling is this show the second most honest show and the fact that it's a wwe produced show is wwe backstage they talk about things that i don't ever i never thought a wwe programming would talk about but you know you have to in in this day and age when the Usos are talking about it, there there was another clip where they talk about, you know, hey, you look up our name, it's the first thing that comes up. And what's the first thing that comes up? It would be like the DUI. And but yet he was proven innocent. And that's why he was removed from television. A lot of people don't ever, you know, it's like, oh, you can associate that negative with him. But yet for what he got, uh, I guess it was national news. And but it wasn't national news that he was innocent, and it <clears throat> that's the sad part about our society. However, um, they were just talking about being on the road, doing all of and yes, there are. I don't want to say if it's a weakness. You and I, I've I can talk and an experience about every single thing. I cannot talk about doing drugs. I never have done drugs. I've smoked marijuana maybe four or five times in my life and every buffet around me had to go out of business. So Oof. I don't like it, but like, I can't talk from that experience, but if you are around you and I still, if we go out, we're the older guys at the club, people like, Hey Tommy, you want to, you want a drink? Hey, can I buy you a beer? Hey, can I buy you this? Hey, can I buy you that? People offer me drugs all the time. And I'm just like, no nah, man, not my style. Most people are like, Oh yeah, you're an ECW. I was like, yeah. So, but it isn't an excuse. no, but it's also um, some people do it out of out of boredom, and if you like to drink, 
you can go out every night and live that life and party uh, because it's there for you. If you want to take this as a business or it's also it was Eddie Guerrero who said, you know, I, I I fight my demons. The moment I leave my room, I get offered something and it's either do I literally and then you could almost, for people who have uh, an addictive personality, it's like the walls are closing in on you. And Or do I just live in my hotel room all the time? Hey, hey somebody who turned his life around, Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn is the most regimen person I've ever met. And he's now put all his obsessiveness into his body and working out. And that's why he looks like a giant dinosaur man. He's jacked, rip chiseled and jacked. Uh, you said that WWE backstage was the most honest show uh in the wwe right now i do agree with you would you like them to see them be a little bit more honest i mean don't you think if there was one show that could completely take the gloves off and just say whatever they wanted to say this should be the one i mean imagine busted open had that platform to be as brutally honest about the entire wrestling business as you wanted to be Hey, I told Dave all the time we need to take this show to television. We need to shop it around somewhere. So now that you're in charge, maybe we shop this show around to television too. Because, you know, think of how many fans just want to talk about wrestling and not just the WWE platform. And, you know, the good thing, like Ember... She's very, very honest, and she goes and she talks about, you know, her and Asuka having a feud on the indies and having a feud um, in Japan, and also what she would like to see uh, via booking. When when the world was talking about uh, the beginning stages of Lana and Lashley, they were talking about, you know, the WWE Universe has not been really receptive to this, and it was actually Christian who went and said, I love layers like this because listen to Lashley's reactions. Now he gets booed. And it's just offering a different opinion. What we do, I don't think that, you know, the the Usos thing was just, it was really, really open and honest because they were open and honest. And trust me, and I tell this to everybody when we do seminars, one, about social media, but two, you no longer are, when you're a public figure, you get, if you want to pursue your dream, you give up your right to be private. The only time I'm Tom Lachlan is when I'm home or I'm in my hotel room. The moment I cross that threshold, I'm Tommy Dreamer. And I have to be. And you're Bully Ray. Uh, you know, even Jericho talks about, like, you know, I, I go to Walmart or I go to a store and people are like, what are you doing in Walmart or a store? And he's like, shopping. But he's a human being. But people sometimes hold, especially with wrestling, wrestlers, to a higher, higher regard, but you know, we're regular people and, but you have to go out there and be whoever you are, unless you're one of those people who are like, I'm, I'm Tom Lachlan playing the character of Tommy Dreamer, which is just why you're not over in life. Boom. Uh, you said something that I find interesting and disgraceful and not only does it have to do with wrestling, it has to do with the world. It's we it seems like we now live in a society that is guilty until proven innocent. And like you said, um, Usos get pulled over for what seems to be a DUI or something like that. It makes news everywhere. But then the fact that he got um, let off or, or what happened and he never got convicted of it. Right. Correct. And that never made news. So everybody wants to run, run, run with the negative. But when the positive truth comes out nobody says a word and and i find that uh, like i said i think it's disgusting 
especially in the world of pro wrestling where you have people who lie in the weeds uh, and, and hide in the corners of Twitter and social media just waiting for others to make mistakes so they can jump on it. And if that's the world that we're living in, and unfortunately that's the world of wrestling we've been living in for a while, it, it's, it's unfair. And one day karma will come back and kick those people in the ass. Yeah, you know, it's uh, Ice-T put it out there that people are way too um, comfortable with saying stuff on social media because they don't fear about getting punched in the face. Because if anyone came up to me and said some of the things that they say uh, on social media, I'd punch them right in their face. I have the exact quote right here, Tommy. Social media has made too many of you comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the mouth for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the nation. We're si- we seriously, we sit here and we talk about wrestling. People come up with better ideas than Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, who've been doing the wrestling business forever. And we're like, wow, great idea. Great. We're not, oh, how dare you think you're better than us? No, that's what it's about. It's a, it's, if you have a better opinion, it's called being a human being or being like, wow, that's one hell of an idea. Or even, I mean, remember Dave LaGreca? He had a great mind. But, you know, it got wasted on his power rankings. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. We're going right back out to the nation first with your questions. Um, so, Michael in North Kakalaki, I was just there the other night too. Maria Manic put me through a table. Dave LeGrecker put her number one on his power rankings, and that's why he's no longer with the show. So, you had some uh, you had some things you wanted to talk about with social media and various wrestlers and fans making certain comments. So, what do you got? Well, one thing I was going to say first is um, LeGrecker's first step should be the unemployment uh, office. I hear they have some pretty good options there, and in Jersey where he's at. So hopefully they should, they should be able to help take care of him. But uh, in, in all reality, what I, I wanted to speak to the context of Twitter, and then I had a question for you guys about the show going forward. Um, I think we blow out proportion uh, the how meaningful Twitter is. I'm a media buyer. It's what I do for a living. And just listen to these stats, and I think it can reveal. 22% of Americans are on Twitter, so that's one in five. The top 10% of Twitter users make 80% of the tweets. So my point is all the smucks who they just live to make negative tweets, they don't speak for the majority of this country. It's a very, very, very small percentage of people in their underwear in the basement, the mom's basement, who are living to try to tear down the lives of others. Okay, So it's not as powerful, it's not as representative of a medium as the whole of, of wrestling fan bases as we can think, number one. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. I love what you said. I love what you said right there about it's not as representative as people think. That's really good. Keep going. Yeah. And I, I've been wanting to ask this question for a while on the show. Would you guys consider, and, and Bully, since it's now it's your show, you can do what the heck you want to do, but would you guys consider a regular segment like an Ask Bully Anything? Like, I don't know if it's once a week, once a month, whatever, if it's an hour long, if it's an entire show. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's up to you guys to decide. But a regular segment where it's just rapid fire, call in, ask Bully anything, and you just give answers off the spot. I think yeah, that would Ma- be an amazing. Michael, you got a there. shot right now. If you want to ask me something, go ahead. <laughs> what is 
the best chair shot you've ever received in your career. How about that? All right. Thanks for the call, Michael. We appreciate it. Uh, the best chair shot? I don't think there's anything great about chair shots. The hardest I've ever been hit was no doubt by Balls Mahoney. And t- Tommy, I'm sure uh, that's the same thing for you because that guy could swing a freaking chair. Uh, no, my hardest chair shot was from you. Thank you very much. Where it hurt oh. my, I thought my fillings came out. Oh, okay. Well, that's what friends are for. All right, let's go back out to the nation. James in Connecticut. Uh, you got a question for Tommy. Shoot, kid. Hey, Tommy. Um, I have a question, and uh, I'm a huge fan of you and Bully from uh, the ECW days. Thank you. Tommy, my question is this. Now, I understand that everything's been talked about of how ECW went under. It's been said that you turned off the lights. Now, were you, did you solely say, hey, this is going to be the last show? Or did you have a discussion with the wrestlers who were still a part of ECW and say, do we want to make this the last show? No. Um, for the last show, which was a couple of days ago in uh, Arkansas, um, I just had a f- bad feeling, and uh, none of us, I did not know ECW was done up until Paul called me on the Sunday as I was driving home from actually visiting Bully and Devon in Hartford. I was driving back from an indie, and Paul told me he was debuting on Raw as the announcer. And then he said he called me back, and um, that was that. <laughs> so that's how we wow. found out. Yeah. Um, I, I want to, you know, the caller just asked about you in ECW. You worked very close with Paul and you, I, I witnessed you with my own eyes sitting side by side with Paul for years, basically as the, uh, the apprentice booker in some way, shape or form, you did have the pencil in ECW and you were a talent. I mean, it was Paul's final decisions, but I want to fast forward to right now. The announcement we got a couple days ago, Marty Skrull being the head booker of Ring of Honor. If you were the owner of Ring of Honor, I mean, obviously you're the owner of a wrestling company, but if you own Ring of Honor, would you hand the pencil and make a top talent the head booker of your company? I would not. Um, reason being, uh, you have to, I would say one, uh, proven commodity. If they, I don't know why they did it. If they did it to appease him slash don't go somewhere else and we'll give you this, that does not help the company. I don't know his, like, do, do you have a, a resume of a show that you have written? Have you cre- Besides creating your own character, is there other things that you have done? And that's what you're asking me, my, my opinion. That's it because it's so much responsibility. When you know my whole thing started, I just drove, and me and Paul drove together so to save money uh, for gas <laughs> and cut, cut your trans. And then as we're driving... It, it's, hey, man, what about this? What about this? What about this? And then over time, and then Paul's like, hey, do you want to come to the studio and learn how to uh, edit a show? It's over time, do the person who owns the company has this trust that this person is, one, capable, and two, not going to put their own personal agenda over 
the overall of the show. And you and I were in WWE when literally Triple H had all the power, but at the, at the end of the day, there was also Vince McMahon. And Triple H had all the power. He could change a lot of his stuff. Would I have also gone public with that? No, not in 2020. I would have said he is um, going to be helping out. Or I would have just, you know, like Chris Jericho. I said this uh, on Monday. Chris Jericho obviously has some stroke with his character. But if Chris Jericho says, hey, I want to win the tag titles, I want to do it. Tony Khan may have to step up and say, "Uh, sorry, no, I don't want that. Because that's when you're the owner. You can't. You can't do that. Bottom line, whoever the the there's a big scandal going on right now in baseball uh, with you know them stealing signs and cheating. The Red Sox just fired their manager, who their top player can't go and say, you know what, I want to manage the team as well, because then it's like, wait a minute, if you're going to put yourself fourth every single time, you have to sometimes be able to remove yourself from that spot or. You can know it's great for your character, but man, it's just, it's so much backlash. That's why they don't have a lot of player coaches anymore. Because, like, I mean, the last great player coach really was Pete Rose. That didn't work out too well for him. So, so let me ask you this. Um, I believe that Marty obviously should have been the Ring of Honor world champion coming out of Madison Square Garden. Correct. And I think that Marty should be the champion heading into the future. Let's say that the absolute best for business decision in the next two, three, or four months is for Marty to be the world champion. Will the perception of him being the booker trump the fact that he's the best decision to be world champion i feel it will be um if you look back at my history what i always said i never so wait so wait are we putting him in a position to never to, to not be the world champion for a very very long time now just because he's the booker if history uh let me go back to what i was saying about myself i never wanted to be world champion because one, I didn't feel I needed it. Two, I never wanted people to say my relationship with Paul or my relationship in the company is why I was the champion. And if you think about what I did with the championship, it's Paul's idea that I won it and then quickly lost it. Um, and I fought with Paul about that. Uh, for me, championships are needed to help get guys over. If Marty is already that over, he doesn't need it. If he's a heel, maybe, but then we're losing the fact that his persona is, even though he's the villain, he's really, really good babyface, and the fans love him. So it's it's a really big catch-22, and, and it sucks because when you work so, so hard, like we're talking about, the negatives and the detractors, and we also deal with a company, Sinclair, they may go and see some of these tweets. I mean, I know Sirius is already upset where they're looking for replacements for Dave LaGreca because everyone's tweeting about Dave LaGreca not being here and he's living in his car. But they don't, you know, it's then corporations saying, whoa, what's going on here? Or everyone's saying, it's negative feedback. How could you let this guy do it? It's just, it's surrounding yourself with negativity. You have to be a very, very strong-willed person. Hey, look what Cody did, straight up. I will never be able to fight for the heavyweight title again. Great move. And Cody Agreed. doesn't need the title. If 
If Marty goes out there and does stuff like that, awesome. Hey, if Marty goes out and wins the NWA title, that could be pretty cool too. But so how much are you going to be able to – I don't mean to cut you off. How much are you going to be able to dedicate your career to when you're the booker of a company? I'm a part-time player in Impact because I'm at times a wrestler. If that was my company, uh, you eat, sleep, and drink professional wrestling. Look at Triple H. He removed himself a lot because he's behind. You've you've been there at my own shows. At times, I've had to lean on you to help me because I got so much going on. And Adrian, hey, uh, we're up in two matches. Can you get dressed? Because I'm running around doing so much stuff. And then if I'm putting my matches together, it's hard. Back in the day in ECW, yes, but that's you know that's all I've ever known. The last time you leaned on me, I broke my tibia. Um, <laughs> take us behind the curtain. <laughs> take us behind the curtain a little bit when it comes to the boys, the wrestlers' reactions when they find out a top talent is getting the pencil or becoming the booker. What goes through the mind of the average pro wrestler? Well, it's it's look what he's doing. Look, look, you know, it's. Everyone has their own, I don't want to say conspiracy theories, but everyone wants, oh, the reason why I'm not getting what I am is because he's the booker. Everybody, you know, it's funny. We had a, a long conversation uh, in Impact, me, Scott Demore, Don Callis, uh, Jimmy Jacobs, and we're all sitting there and we're talking about, and it was, you know, there's so many people who go out there bitch and moan, I want to be top guys, I want to be top guys, and then when they leave WWE, or they say they're top guys, and then they leave WWE, and they, they kind of fizzle out. And it's just like when WWE at times says, Meh, you're not a top guy, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of reasons why that happens. There are some people who are able to go out there and reinvent themselves, and then there's other people who go out there and show that they are top guys, like a Cody. And I'm not saying because I love him. I'm saying because he, he always was that. But there's, there's people where it, it's just, man, that, that's why. And you can't just rest on your laurels. You can't. Marty Skrull could be the Ring of Honor champion when he should have been. Now, yes, he has to think of all these other things and think of how it's going to be perceived in a locker room because you're the manager. You're the guy running the show. There's so many things behind that where it's, you know, it's one hell of a, of a spot. I would have just been like, hey, uh, me and Del- Delirious, you're still the boss. And I like Delirious. I thought he does a hell of a job. I I hope Marty does a hell of a job. But he has no clue that the fact that his life has changed forever. I think the, the, the most challenging part of this job for Marty will be being patient with everybody in the locker room. Because as you know, and if people don't know, when you're the booker, you now have every wrestler in the locker room wanting to talk to you about their push, their their storyline, their situation, their matches, and you have to make yourself available to everybody. One of the things that I thought uh, Hunter Delirious was phenomenal at 
at in Ring of Honor and still is because he's still the executive producer of the show and uh, you know him and Marty working together. He was phenomenal at listening to everybody. He would lend his ear to everybody. And actually the best listener I've ever seen in my life when it came to everybody was Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon will make time for everybody and nobody is busier than Vince. So when it comes to Ring of Honor and the creative situation, and I don't even really call it creative in Ring of Honor. I think it's more of a matchmaker because there's not a lot of really deep storytelling or character development. Uh, Ring of Honor is more about, you know, the uh, the spirit of the fight, kind of like New Japan, about the athleticism, about the matches. So he's going to have to put matches together, but there are going to be people that want to talk to him every Every single time there's a show and he has to have that patience and he has to have the ear for everybody. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com slash busted offer available to new Sirius XM streaming subscribers Sirius XM no car required as a fan and as a booker moving into Wrestlemania if we do get the return of Ronda what would you rather see would you rather see Becky versus Asuka or Becky versus Ronda I don't think Ronda's coming back um what I was very interesting what I would like to see um, obviously they're pushing Charlotte to be back on the top of the throne if she wins the royal female Royal Rumble matchup. It will be she's then fighting for a title. Maybe you do her versus Asuka. Maybe I know what I'd want to see is Shayna Baszler come up out of the NXT brand and her and the other horse women and maybe start that up for a WrestleMania and then see Ronda's return after that, or just an appearance by Ronda will have at WrestleMania will have that impactful that oh my God, the four horsewomen have finally united here in WWE and what's the future gonna hold? And now we have that whole reset going into the next year. I understand what you're saying about Shayna Baszler, and I get it. But I think the women that are with her in, on her uh, side are not nearly as recognizable as Shayna is right now. And I don't know if, as a fan, I'm really interested in Shayna versus Becky as much as I am Becky versus Asuka or Becky versus Ronda. Why don't you think Ronda will be back? I just don't think... I mean, I've listened to Gabby's segments about... Uh her on Total Divas. I just don't think she's coming back yet. I think the story will always be there, but for how long are you going to be out? And it's also, it's WrestleMania where a lot of the bigger stars um, come back. I know Alex off the air, we were just talking about there are a lot of the WWE superstars are doing media in the UK right now. And an interesting name, a part of that is Kane Velasquez. And I was like, whoa. So, I mean, obviously he signed with WWE. He's doing media for them, promoting them being on that new channel in the UK. We'll probably see him either at A, the Royal Rumble, or B, WrestleMania, because that's where every big name of anybody comes out. And I think that would be – it's an easier spot for her to come back if she wants to do it again like she did full-time. Or, hey, 
it, it just gets people talking about, wow, she came back at WrestleMania. Or even okay. in the corner of Shayna Baszler. So everything that you just said about WrestleMania being the biggest thing, yada, 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 you get it, all the stars come out, all of the attraction matches, is there really a bigger match than Ronda versus Becky straight up at WrestleMania? No, there isn't, but I don't think she wants to come back to wrestle. Well, why? I don't know. I just got that. I don't know. You're asking my opinion. I just don't think that she's coming back yet full-time to wrestle. I'm not questioning your opinion. I just want to know why. I just have that feeling in my gut that she's not going to come back to be a wrestler at this time. I think she was still trying to have a family and... You know, but her coming back is still having her on the marquee, still having her on all the advertising that she's coming back. She could be in in Shayna Baszler's corner. She could be, because then there's a, to me there's a bigger match. If you're not going to go the four horsewomen route, if it's Becky and Shayna, and you have this nice drive towards it, you could do Charlotte and Oscar again in a rematch. If Charlotte wins the Rumble, and then you could have Shayna. Uh, versus Ronda, if you wanted to go that route, there's so many different routes that you can go. Gabby, I want you to want you to chime in right here. You you followed that uh, that Total Divas show. Based on what you saw from Ronda Rousey on Total Divas, do you agree with Tommy that you that he does not think that Ronda wants to come back and wrestle, or do you think we get Ronda Rousey back in a WWE ring? I think she's not finished yet. I think that. She wants to come back. She loved it more than she thought she was going to. I don't know how long she can hold off not coming back, especially the fact that she left to have a family, and she has not come out saying that she's pregnant or had a family yet. So I think maybe she's having second thoughts about kind of wanting to get back in and she's craving to get back in and kind of make it exciting again. I think the way they finished things with her and Becky is not complete yet. So do I think it's going to be the Royal Rumble? I'm not sure, but I don't see her not coming back to a platform like WrestleMania where a match between her and Becky would be the the biggest match of them all. So if she's going to come back, she's going to do it in a big way. She's not just going to come back to be like, oh, I, I want to I wrestle again, I'm bored. No, she's going to come back to make another big statement so that she can leave and be happy with leaving. So I would love to see it. I think it's going to happen. And, and I tend to agree with you just because if she stepped away from the WWE to have a family, start a family, and if she they have not been successful yet, well, WrestleMania only comes around once a year and you got to take advantage of the situation. So if you haven't been successful in starting the family, you might as well get back into the mix at the biggest show of the year. And with, with um, Tommy, with Becky cutting the promo about how she knows that Oscar has always been the better woman and that she tapped out to Oscar. Don't you think there's a great story there with, uh, with Rhonda returning and say, let's say that Becky was to beat Oscar. Now you have Rhonda return and say, and you know, tell her, yeah, you might've gotten your retribution and gotten your revenge on Oscar because she made you tap, but you know, damn well that there's a bigger problem here. My, shoulders were never pinned to the mat at wrestlemania 
and in one of the most historic WrestleMania matches where the three of us women main evented and where you stood there and held both championships over you over your head, you know that you're a fraud because I was never legitimately pinned. That's a monster story. Yes, it to is. To go into this WrestleMania with. I agree. I just, you asked me my opinion. I don't think Ronda will be wrestling at WrestleMania. I hope I'm wrong, but I do think she'd be appearing. Just like, you know, hey, she could be a host or she could just show up and get that monster pop. So let me ask you this. If she doesn't wrestle at WrestleMania, when would we ever see her wrestle again? I don't know. Wow, that was a riveting (laughs) answer. Well, if she's coming back there, she comes back at WrestleMania. Coming back at WrestleMania is making a statement as well. Dude, I agree 1,000% about all the scenarios you're laying out. I just feel, and hey, if you're also talking about uh, from what Gabby's point, I want to come back on the biggest stage of them all, I don't feel no matter what, the women are going to be the main event of this year's WrestleMania. I don't feel that's going to happen. So then, I'm not. I'm not saying that. No, this but what I'm saying match, is, so if you want to come event. back, if you want to come back and be, it's it's then I don't want to say it's perceived as a step down, but you are semi main event as opposed to main eventing it. I don't feel okay. that you have. If that is your motivation, I have to think of why CM Punk left. I can never be the main event of WrestleMania. Think of if they do go and pull the plug with. Uh, CM Punk enters that thing and and eliminates Brock. And now you have CM Punk versus Brock is one hell of a WrestleMania main event. Uh, I mean, to me... Options, baby. uh, To me, CM Punk and Brock Lesnar, Becky and Ronda. I mean, I'm just going to throw this name out there because you've said it before and I've heard it said Edge and Randy. I mean, those matches right there. Dear God, and the only reason I'm bringing up Edge's name is because Randy brought up Edge's name in the ring a couple of weeks ago. I mean, those are some, you know, printing money type matches. And I understand what you're saying based on you you just have this feeling about her. But I'm like, if not now, then when? Because as we both know, catching lightning in a bottle is very difficult in the wrestling business. But there are a few people that still know how to do it. And I think at the Rumble... Um, would be the opportunity leading into Mania. One last question before we go to break, Tommy. If the WWE goes the traditional WWE route and gives the big baby face in Becky her retribution against Asuka, if we see Asuka tap to Becky or Becky pin Asuka, do you think they're going to put Asuka on the back burner? I hope not. But, I mean, you're also Royal Rumble's a, a gigantic show. If you're going to go the route that you want to go, she makes Oscar uh, tap, and then you hit Ronda Rousey's music, and then that's how you could go that route. I don't know. I'm going to follow Devon's Instagram so I could see if Ronda's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that's tremendous. They have one hell of a relationship, those two. He's always getting the tables. For somebody. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Alex, huge breaking news in the world of pro wrestling. What do you got? Breaking news. Just released press release from... TNT and All Elite Wrestling. 
Startup Wrestling Sensation All Elite Wrestling Extended in Multi-Year Pack. AEW Dynamite has been extended on TNT through 2023. AEW Dynamite on TNT is a top 20 new cable unscripted series and has reached nearly 32 million viewers across all platforms in only three months. Wow! Huge news for AEW. Great job. Congratulations to Tony Khan and everybody on the AEW team and roster. Tony Khan pulls off another coup. Khan! If uh, if there was any doubt that TNT might not be happy with the ratings that AEW is getting, this tells you everything uh, that you need to know. Safe to say, Alex, that TNT just went all in on AEW. Yes or no? <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, this is huge for AEW. I mean, those numbers, 32 million homes in just three months across the, the, uh, the cable brand and their streaming options. I mean, uh, it's, I mean, you can't deny it. The show's a smash hit. Pulling an average of about a million people live every single week, that's, that's, that's what's going to get you extended, and that's what's going to get advertisers interested. And uh, Tony Khan, Cody, and all the guys have done that, so congrats to them. It's, it's, just, Until it's awesome. Year I didn't. I don't. Twenty twenty three. Oh, that's nice. Three more years. Four, so Tommy, four, four if you're including, you know, what what they just did. So yeah, there you go. Nice through the end of twenty twenty three. Does this put any pressure on the WWE uh, with the USA Network to keep NXT on for the next three years? Dude. What are you, you're eating right now? What are you? Are, you, are about? you really licking the inside of an Oreo? What is that? Wait, he can see me. Yes. Oh. Nothing. I see everything that you do. I see when you pick your nose. It was a Band-Aid. I found it on the floor. You're <laughs> licking a Band-Aid. <laughs> well, I listen, we had a three-minute break. I haven't gone to the bathroom. I drank a lot of coffee. I had to go get coffee. Plus, I'm hungry. I have a banana. I eat bananas now. Um, I have peanut butter, which I brought. Um, and then I open up the refrigerators there to get milk to put in my coffee and there's all these like free food so i like start to quickly like eat it i put stuff in my pockets and then i also have to go to the bathroom so i have to do all that in three minutes it's hard and then we have breaking news i'm so excited hey guys this actually i'm reading this press release and something that i just saw they kind of slipped in here that i haven't seen people talking about the yet. hottest free agent tommy dreamer <laughs> has signed with <laughs> no it says warner media has extended their deal for aew dynamite a top 20 new cable and scripted series through 2023 in addition the parties have agreed to launch another night of AEW action, offering more of the fans' favorite wrestlers with a second show straight to series. What's straight Wait, to series sh- mean? Serious? Yeah. We have our own show? No, straight <laughs> No, straight straight to series, which I believe means that it's it's just like it's a, it's something similar to AEW Dynamite, like it's going to be an episodic type of TV show. Nice. So uh, kind of like when TNA had that uh what was that backstage show that they had? Explosion, and they had, uh, I don't know. So uh, does that press relate state, Alex, that AEW will have another TV show on during the week? Is that what that means? Uh, It says they're they're in the process of putting together a second AEW television show. Yes. What that that is, if that's a backstage type show, kind of like what we're seeing with the WWE on Fox, or if that's another quote-unquote wrestling show, it doesn't really say, but... I don't know why they don't put Be the Elite on the show. I love it. Oh, dude, you just stole my thunder. Elite. Fat bastard. I was just going to say, with the success of of BTE on YouTube, what if they just made Being the Elite the uh, second series? I think that would work. Absolutely. What? I would agree with you. I just said it to myself. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, listen, would would you want 
what they're doing on YouTube right to TV, or are you are you shining it up? Are you polishing it a little bit and making it a little bit different if you're investing that in it? Listen, if it's going to be another wrestling show, cool. Um, if it's going to be like AEW Dark will now air on TNT, phenomenal. It's just going to get more eyes on their product, more talent exposure is what every company needs. And the hottest uh. free agent, Tommy Dreamer, has signed with... I'm just making up my own stuff. <laughs> Crickets. Uh, Carl out in New Jersey, LaGreca's favorite person in the whole world. Uh, what do you think about AEW getting their contract extended on TNT to 2023? And what is your Rumble prediction? Best news I've heard today with AEW. It is phenomenal. I can't. Carl, where'd you go? Carl. He's done. He's I in bet a- you. Yes. Look, look, where are you, Carl? I'm in Jersey. I'm actually driving. A- yeah. Well, your reception sucks, kid. He's driving Lagreca around in Canarsie. Hear- <laughs> no, Goodbye. I cannot hear you now. Goodbye, Carl. Sorry, uh, Carl. Jeremy, out in the Sunshine State, Florida. Um, what do you think about AEW's announcement? And what show will you be watching tonight live? That, I agree with the last caller. That was the best news because I'm really starting to get into AEW and enjoy what they're doing right now. However, for tonight, I'm watching NXT live for one reason and one reason only. Because for the first time, not in NXT, but in WWE, Alex Shelley graces us in with his presence in the ring when he keeps with Kushida at the time the splitters reunite. Are you a big Alex Shelley fan? I liked him when he was in TNA. I really did. I thought he, I thought he was a really great talent, especially with uh, Chris Saban and the Motor City Machine Guns. And uh, him and Kushida I, I, are a hell of a tag team. Did you see him and I Kushida in New Japan? Work. Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to actually get to see anything with New Japan, but I'm, I'm looking on, on, on uh, YouTube for those things right now. And I'll tell you um, what, I I don't, did, I'm sorry, yeah. Jeremy, I'm speaking. Um, uh, Alex Shelley is not signed to anybody. AEW, NXT, Alex Shelley is a free agent with Tommy Dreamer as his manager. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. Kyle out in Pennsylvania. What do you think about the AE New- AEW news, brother? Um, I was thinking, I think they're jumping the gun too quickly and planning on a second show already. Okay. Why? It just it just reminds me of you know the old WCW days when they uh, you know put Thunder on and I feel like then they jumped the gun, gun too too quickly. I think it's it's just sticking with this dynamite for now. Maybe a year or two down the road, then uh, bring out a second show. I just think it's too quick. Well, there hasn't been a time frame, and that was uh, Alex reading in the fine print. I haven't seen this. I don't even know if Alex is telling the truth. But what I'm saying is they haven't announced like this show is going to be coming or happening. If it is AEW Dark, listen, man. Tuesdays is probably my favorite show. We have NWA power. Feel the power of the NWA. We have AEW Dark. We have Impact Access. And we have WWE Backstage. Um, If it's going to be a show on uh, Thursday where there's no wrestling, or if if, what if they go and they say we're going to put it on Saturdays or Saturday mornings, AEW Dark, just like old school uh, TBS wrestling. I think it would be phenomenal. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted.
Open Podcast. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.